Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Erie County GOP Chairman Michael Crocker. Michael, good morning. Joe, good morning. It's good to be with you. Good morning to your listeners. Now, Michael, you are new to the Erie County uh, GOP chairman position, and uh, this happened a few, I think, a few months ago. Uh, tell us how the la- the first two months as chairman of the Erie County GOP has been. Uh, what an exciting time to take over an outstanding organization. I was elected chairman on October first, and it's uh, a humbling experience to lead this party, uh, following in the footsteps of some outstanding leaders, but. Uh, a time to take over when the energy is so solidly behind the Republican Party. And, and right now, the last 30-plus days, I've been working alongside the men and women of this committee to energize not only the Republicans in this county, but blanks, independents, and conservative voters who are sick and tired of what's going on in Albany. They're sick and tired of what's going on in Washington, and they're ready to do something about it. And that has been our focus, is energizing every voter in this county to get behind saving our state, electing Lee Zeldin as governor and Republicans up and down the ballot uh, on uh, Tuesday. And I want to get to Election Day, but, you know, a lot of people are going to look at the last few countywide elections um, and see where either Democrats got reelected or took over an office that had a Republican in it. What can you say to people? What is the state of the Republican Party in Erie County? Having been at a rally just last week where 700 people showed up at an old schoolhouse in Tonawanda and blew the roof off that place, I can tell you the state of the Republican Party in Erie County is strong. And we are energized, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to be take over as chairman, is to get this organization excited about being Republicans, excited about changing our community, exciting about electing county, or Republicans to countywide office. So we have a job to do on Tuesday. But then we are going to immediately pivot to the job at hand, which is going to be taking back county hall, taking back the county legislature and electing Republicans in towns across this county. About first, we got to get through Tuesday and then 2023 will begin right away. Let's uh, let's talk about Tuesday, starting at the uh, state level. Lee Zeldin and uh, Governor Kathy Hochul, we've seen the polls coming in. It looks like this race is getting tighter and tighter, which I think nationally no one thought, you know, this race would be as close as what polls are, are showing. Uh, what are you seeing and what are you expecting to see uh, come Tuesday? Well, I think the reason why you're seeing a tight race is because that the public writ large, this isn't Republican, this isn't Democrat, this is across the board. People are sick and tired of the increased cost of living, and they're sick and tired of the increased crime. And they've only got one party to blame. You've got one party rule from Washington down to the local level, 
and that needs to change. So this is really a change election. People want to change the rising cost. They want to change the violent crime. And that's going to start with electing Lee Zeldin governor and then electing Republicans to office in the state Senate, in the state assembly, and in offices across the state. So I think, you know, Kathy Hochul has abandoned the values of Western New York on her uh, ascension up the political ladder. And she's going to pay a price for that politically here when uh, Lee Zeldin does much stronger in her, you know, quote unquote, hometown of Western New York than would expect. And I believe we're going to deliver the vote for Lee Zeldin here locally, as well as across the state elect him our next governor. Now, Michael, I have to ask you something I asked Jeremy Zellner as well, and that is, you know, Lee Zeldin brought up the uh, the Bill Stadium deal at the debate uh, in New York City last week. That seemingly doesn't play as well with people in Erie County. What did you think of his answer on the Bill Stadium deal? Look, I think Lee Zeldin has told me, he's told this community, he's committed as governor to keeping the Buffalo Bills in western New York. And I say that as a proud season ticket holder, that I would only support somebody I knew would make sure that this team is here to deliver Super Bowls to this community for a long time to come. But I think he raises an important point about the way our governor executed that deal in the dark, in the middle of the night, in the shadows of the state legislature, as opposed to an open process uh, that I think the public deserves. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, which I believe are wisely spent keeping the Buffalo Bills in this community for future generations. But I don't think any deal of that volume is for, should be free from scrutiny. So I believe Lee Zeldin is committed to keeping the bills in Western New York, but I don't think it's wrong to ask questions about has this been done in a transparent process? Because as somebody who was on the floor of the state legislature when that uh, budget deal was passed, it was three in the morning. Who was paying attention? Nobody. So I believe any deal of that magnitude deserves to be done in the daylight, transparently, with public input. But I know that Governor Lee Zeldin will do everything in his ability to keep the Buffalo Bills winning football games in Western New York. You know, I, I've got to ask you, um, this week we've seen Kathy Hochul bring Hillary Clinton. We've seen uh, former President Barack Obama cut ads for Kathy Hochul. We've seen Lee Zeldin bring in Ron DeSantis, who's in an election season of his own. Uh, honestly, did you think this was going to get the kind of attention and the kind of people being brought in last minute as it's getting? I think it's outstanding for the state of New York that we have a gubernatorial race that is as competitive as this race is. But let's think about how that's possible. This is an overwhelmingly Democratic state. There is no reason Kathy Hochul should have even a snooze of an election. But she's got the fight of her life on her hands because of her failed policies. These people are coming in to participate in a, a blowout. They're coming in because this race is tight. But in a state that's as blue as this one, it's only tight because Kathy Hochul has failed in her responsibilities as governor. Crime is up, costs are up, and corruption is up. And the voters are going to deliver change when they elect Lee Zeldin to help him save New York. Now let's go uh, to another race that dips into Erie County, well, is in Erie County, um, and and that is in the uh, Senate. And it pins two incumbents against each other, Ed Rath and Sean Ryan. well, how do you think this one's going to play out on Tuesday? What are you seeing? So first, the reason why this race exists with two incumbents running against each other is because the Albany Democrats got greedy. They drew hyper-partisan maps that were uh, deemed unconstitutional by the state's highest court. So the only reason we're here is because Albany Democrats are more concerned about protecting their own political power than representing the voters. But that is going to be part of the reason why Ed Rath is going to win on Election Day. 
Ed Rath has been focused on serving his constituents and his years in public service. Sean Ryan has been more concerned about protecting his political allies in Albany and in New York City. And you have a clear distinction. You have a state senator in Ed Rath who believes we should be laser focused on affordability, that we should be repealing cashless bail, that we should be doing things to root out corruption. Sean Ryan is concerned about changing the speed limit on the 198 and keeping his uh, pork barrel spending alive and well. Those are his priorities, Ed Rath's priorities of the people of this community. Now, I've got to ask you on a national level as a Republican, um, you, uh, you know, it's it's a midterm election for President Joe Biden. Polls are looking good when it comes to the House for Republicans to take the House. Senate moving 50-50. If you were to look at the national scale, I know you're focusing here in Erie County, but if you were to view on the national scale, how do you think the Republican Party in America is going to pl- uh, going to play out on Tuesday? I think the Republican Party is going to do very well nationally. Because of the failings of one-party rule, uh, whether it's Joe Biden, Kathy Hochul, or the legislature in Albany, you had one party in control of all the levers of government from the highest levels down to the local level here in Erie County, and it failed. People are hurting. People are pissed off, and they should be. Uh, Their utility bills are going up. They're seeing violent crime in their communities, and that's not just in western New York. That's across the country, and people are sick and tired of it. And when you have total control, you have nobody to blame but yourself. So for those politicians who are going to go around and say, you know, I've got the solution. Where have you been? People have been hurting and your policies haven't helped. So the Republican Party is going to have an outstanding Tuesday because people are hungry for change and change is electing Republicans up and down the ballot. Now, on Wednesday last week, uh, President Biden uh, did a a speech kind of uh, similar to the one he did in Philadelphia uh, a few months prior, uh, you know, claiming that Republicans want to take away democracy, that Republicans, uh, you know, it's a party full of election deniers. Uh, What's your response to the president's speech? I I think it's ridiculous. I think, one, you know, we we should the president should be focused on trying to unify trying to make sure that people are confident in our electoral process, excited about participating, because I can tell you that's what the Erie County Republican Committee is focused on right now. We want as many people as possible to be engaged in this process. We're making phone calls. We're knocking doors, getting people to early vote, getting people to show up at the polling places. So, you know, if President Biden or Kathy Hochul, they want to fan the flames of the 2020 election. We want to move forward and make sure that people are excited and enthusiastic about being a part of the process to change our state and change our country, and that requires getting out and voting. So I'm urging everybody, vote early. You know, this, will be, this is Sunday, so today's the last day of early voting. But get out and vote. Make sure your voice is heard. So I believe that there are those who want to use you know, democracy as a, as, a, as a stick. I believe people should be eager and excited to participate. You know, you talked about the, the president uh, should be uniting us, and it, it seems, you know, I remember elections of the past, right? You'd have the election, it'd get, it'd get, I guess toxic might be the word, but then after election day, it would kind of settle down, you know, for a year until the midterms, and, and now it seems like we're in election season every every day, right? You, you go on Twitter, it, it's toxic, it's it's just this political divide, this political hate. I saw, I, I saw uh, Sarah Palin, she's running for Congress in Alaska, and she's actually running against a Democrat, and, and they're they're very good friends and she's getting criticized 
uh, for playing up their friendship in a debate. And I'm thinking, we need to see more of that. Do you think we need to get back to a place where, hey, we might disagree on policy, uh, but it doesn't need to be as personal as, I, I mean, uh, you're on Twitter. You, you, see, you see what some people are saying uh, to each other. Can we get past that? And what's the way of getting past that? Yeah, duh. My, I'm on Twitter. My wife would love you not to be, but here I am anyway. But uh, listen, politics is a contact sport. I fully acknowledge that as a leader in uh, the party apparatus. Uh, it is a tough business. But yes, I, I absolutely believe, you know, in an in old school tradition of getting through the election and then finding solutions to work together. But you have to have willing partners to work together. Right. This doesn't happen in a vacuum. Um, and, and unfortunately, I think, you know, many of our leaders uh, have been more concerned about scoring political points than working across the aisle. You know, as I see from where I sit in Albany, you know, the, the Republicans are the minority party. And unfortunately, more often than not, Democrats won't even let their bills be considered. Even if they're good ideas, they will never see the light of day because they're more concerned about keeping you know, their political strengths and not allowing us to get a victory, even if it's a victory for the people of this state. We have to be able to have an election and then move forward and govern. Um, and I believe, you know, I'm pretty proud of the, the bench of elected officials that we have here who are willing to work across the aisle where appropriate. And Ed Rath is a perfect example of that. But we have to be able to, you know, play hard in the field in the political season and then move forward. Now, I know you're focused on Tuesday. I know where that's, that's where all the energy has been, but I've got to ask you about 2023. We had Ken Cruley on last week talking about, you know, looking forward to the 2023 county executive election. Uh, Chris Jacobs' name, former con- well, will be former congressman, Chris Jacobs' name has been floated. It, it, has there been any start to any plans for the 2023 election? Look, I can tell you that I've gotten phone calls from people, many people who have expressed either interest in running or interest in being a part of the recruitment process. I think we have a county executive who is absolutely vulnerable. He's outstayed his welcome on the 16th floor of the RAF building. Um, but I will tell you, as chairman of the Erie County Republican Committee, I am telling our troops, stay focused on the task at hand. We do not want to get caught looking forward. Just as the Buffalo Bills don't want to look ahead to the next week, you got to stay focused on the mission in front of you, and that's winning on Tuesday. But I assure you this party will be prepared to field an outstanding slate of candidates at the county executive level, the county legislative level, and across our towns and cities in this county. So uh, today's about Tuesday, but we will turn our attention to 2023 in short order. And I look forward to talking to you about that. Also, I'm sure we'll talk with you on or around Election Day. Erie County GOP Chairman Michael Crocker. Michael, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Joe, thank you. My best to your listeners. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 